You are now listening to the homily of Father Francis Lynch, parish priest of St. Mary's Church in Chislehurst, UK. This service is provided by the Lexio Divina team, part of the LOV Verbum Die ministry, who invites you all to share this reflection and their love for the Word of God. The Gospel is the good news of salvation for mankind. That salvation is only through Jesus Christ, as Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You alone have the words of eternal life. Good morning or good afternoon. I'd like to greet everyone who is listening to the recording, um, and in particular uh, to the members of the LOV, um, who are hoping to read and pray and to live the gospel. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Today we're looking at the gospel for the, um, for the 19th of September, 25th Sunday of Ordinary Time, from St. Mark 9, 30 to 37. Uh, and it covers a great number of, so I'm just going to take one or two of those verses. And this is it. He said, he called the twelve to him and said, if anyone wants to be first, he must make himself last, last of all and servant of all. Then he took a little child, set him in front of them and put his arms around him and said to them, anyone who welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. So I'd just like to think about some, some of the implications of these words. First, the, the first bit, he says, Anyone who wants to be first must make himself last of all and servant of all. Now, to many people, this is not obvious at all. Um, Plato in the Republic, as you probably remember, first book, but the, the bit that everyone reads, um, he's talking with a, with a sophist who is making the point that the whole point of being a, a, a leader is that you can take advantage of your position and you can have whatever you want. And to many people, that is really obvious. The whole point of getting positions of power, wealth, or any other um, good things in this world is that so that you can enjoy them. That's what we're here for. That's what we're all striving to do. But to many people, the words of our Lord are the obvious words, where our Lord is saying, no, if, uh, if you're first amongst people, then you have to make yourself last and by last, he clarifies it and says, you have to make yourself the servant of all. And this is really not uncommon. In fact, it's probably the more common view. Most people um, who find themselves in the running for positions of power, no matter what they might be, if they find themselves in that running, uh, most people, I think, um, go for the view that you make yourself the servant of all. You um, read some of the biographies of prime ministers, for instance, and you find that many of them, and presidents of America, many of them, um, they, they get up at like four o'clock in the morning. They don't go to bed till 12 o'clock at night. Now, it needs a certain sort of person. You need a certain sort of um, physique and makeup to be able to do that. But the truth is that many people find themselves or aspire to and achieve positions of great power and authority actually do use them in that way. They spend their whole life 
not in glorifying themselves or making themselves comfortable or easy, not in eating and drinking and making merry, but instead in giving their whole being, their whole thought, even their personal life to the people that, as they would put it themselves, to the people that they serve. It's a commonplace uh, that people say at the end of their parliamentary career or a career in any government, they say things like, it's been an honour, a privilege to serve my people. And both those words, honour or privilege on the one hand, and serve, do take, need to be taken seriously. And in the church, it is drummed into anyone who is um, going to have any position of authority, a bishop and the Pope. Indeed, the Pope calls himself, um, one of his titles is Servus Servorum Dei, the servant of the servants of God. All Christians are servants of God and they, they want to just stand and serve. Um, but the Pope is there to make their service um, more acceptable, more easy, to make them find joy in it and to make them find an encouragement. So the Pope truly is the servant of the servants of God. And in a lesser way, so is every priest, especially every parish priest, every bishop. He is there worrying about and serving his people. So that's the first point I'd like to make. The second point is this, um, going on. Then he took a little child, set him in front of them, put his arms around him and said to them, anyone who comes, anyone who welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. Incidentally, this child, by, by tradition, we know the name of this child. His name was Ignatius, and he became the Bishop of Antioch. And his, he was arrested and put on trial, and he was going to be put on trial in Rome. So they took him from Antioch, which is in the north part of Syria, or possibly the south part of Turkey, depending on which you, which you adhere to. Um, he was taken by boat, and the boat um, followed the coast and landed in a number of places. And in each of these places, he wrote a letter to the local bishop. And these letters still exist, and you can easily get them published in Penguin. And he became St. Ignatius of Antioch, one of the great fathers of the church. Whether it's true that he actually was the boy whom our Lord took aside, or whether um, our Lord took aside children from time to time and said, become like one of these, put a child in front of them, um, when he was doing his sermons, when he was preaching his sermons, maybe it wasn't just the once, maybe it was several times, and maybe he was just one of these. Um, but that was a tradition anyway. And the, the thing which he is saying is, I don't welcome one of these children in my name, welcomes me. Now, the word child, it does mean a small person, not in the sense of being a dwarf, but in the sense of being young. Um, a child is one who hasn't reached the age of maturity. They're called also an infant, an infant, and in law, an infant being someone who hasn't reached the age of maturity, 18 in our law, 21 it used to be, in some countries it's slightly different. Um, and um, the, the infant is one who is deprived of all sorts of what other people would describe as rights. But there's another use of the word child, in particular boy, um, which is, it means a servant, it means a slave, it means someone whom you order around. Um, 
So for instance, when the, when the centurion is talking about his servant, he uses the word child or boy. And typically people do this all the time. Um, I remember when I was in India and I was, um, I was asking about something and they would say, oh, the boy will do it for you. And the boy didn't turn out to be a 12 year old who was smiling and running around. Um, it, it tended to be someone in his um, was also smiling and if he was up to it, running around. People in low positions tend to be looked down on and called child or boy um, because, because that's a word that just indicates low class, um, unimportant job. And our Lord is saying, and I think our Lord includes um, all those meanings of the word child when he says, anyone who welcomes one of these children in my name welcomes me. So we should go out of our way, or at least this is one way of looking at it, not the only way, we should maybe go out of our way to look for the poor and the needy, those who are oppressed, those who are despised, those who um, are never going to make it in the ways of the world, but nevertheless, they are the children of God and we should welcome them in the name of Christ. So I think I'll leave it there and we'll finish in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I'll give you the blessing. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. The Lecture Divina team hopes that this homily has helped you to deeply welcome the Word of God and gave you the strength to put the Word into practice where you are. You can send us your prayer intentions by emailing them to us using the following email address lov underscore verbumdai v-e-r-b-u-m-d-e-i at outlook.com The Wednesday prayer gathering at 6.30 p.m. UK time and Father McGowan will pray particularly for these prayer intentions. If this homily has enlightened you or touched you in any way, please share it with your relatives, friends, community and on your social media. Have a blessed week.